Hello, friend. Thank you for tuning in. So this podcast episode is about when you put our work out there and it doesn't get that much excitement. I'm going to address creators. I'm going to address the audience. I am a member of both. So let's get started. So let's say that we work hard, we make a thing, we put it out into the world, and crickets. Or maybe two people like it. But we know that like a couple hundred saw it, so why didn't they say anything? Now there's there's a few possibilities here. It might not be very good. That That is always an awkward possibility. And then a second thing is that it might be very good, but it might not be in front of the right people. I, I love how the internet has allowed people to connect within very small niches. So it, it takes time. You have, to, you have to go find those people and then put your work in front of them and say, Hey, I made this thing. You might like it. No pressure. So there's... There's, um, there's a big question here. What do we do next? Well, first of all, I have to remind myself that I cannot depend on external validation. I have to remind myself that God chooses me. And that supersedes anyone else's acceptance. You know, if, if there's a person I'm idolizing, like, oh, I really hope they like it, they say something nice, like, sometimes they will, which is wonderful. Sometimes there won't be enough affirmation there to fill your soul up. <laughs> I've done this long enough that I've learned to stop trying to wring my artwork for my own self-worth. That, that's been a really long journey that I'm, I'm sure I'll explain more of in this podcast overall. But the second thing is that I have to remember why I'm doing it. Jesus said that the greatest among you must be your servant. And if you think about it, people who put their artwork out there, they're risking feedback and criticism and feedback that says like, oh, you should have used a different color. Or um, I wouldn't have done it that way. Like, <laughs> side note, the people who say I wouldn't have done it that way, those people should actually be doing their own craft and minding their own business because they might have a similar gifting to yours, so they love your work because they wish they were doing your work. They need to go do their own work. So don't worry about those people. Those those people are, are thorns in the sides, and sometimes you have to tune them out. So, um, so we're doing this. I'm doing this to serve others. And if I remember that as my motive, then... It takes all the need for validation out of it. I don't think I'm very good at that yet, <laughs> but I'm working on it. And the fact that I'm talking about this and my mind knows that that's what I want to... That's that. My mind believes it. It just needs to filter into my heart a little bit more. But I know it will. You know, give it, you know, a few months, a few years. It it all works down the pipeline. Um, 
<laughs> that is the longest distance from understanding, the head to the heart. So, additionally, we have to remember that most people don't have the awareness or the energy to give back to creators. And this happens all the time when people leave comments and they don't think that the creators read the comments, so they talk about he, she instead of you. Like, that that kind of drives me nuts. But anyways, um, yeah, um, it's, it's just, it is what it is. And if we're doing this to serve other people, then getting feedback from them isn't the goal. Really, it isn't. So, um, creating something and putting it out into the world, if you've never done it, I just want you to know, it's a very brave thing. If you ever have been in a meeting or a group project and you wanted a suggestion idea but you didn't, that's what it's like to put a baby out in the world, a baby creation out into the world, and do it over and over and over again. And I'm telling you, it does get easier, but it doesn't at the same time. I don't know how to explain that, but I'm just going to move on. So hopefully, hopefully you will have people who appreciate you. That wonderful, amazing 1%. Initially, I was going to call this podcast the audience of one because on in, in two senses, first, God is the ultimate audience. If I don't create my artwork and I die and I go to heaven and he looks at me like, what happened to uh, the fist and Ezekiel 37 and prayer lingers? You didn't do those? Do you know how many millions of people would have been blessed and affected by those across how many languages and you didn't do them? I will be angry at myself. Like I'm getting emotional right now. I'm, I'm, I'm getting emotional. Okay. Um, I will be angry at myself if I don't fulfill that commitment to God because he gave me a talent and a gift. And if I bury it in the dirt, what kind of selfishness is that? Seriously. The selfishness of my convenience and my life versus risking the criticism, risking the you should have used a different color because something... One of my dance films might save someone's life and bring them to Christ and strengthen them for their walk. Our obedience makes our fellow believers stronger. And it brings people to Jesus sooner. When we get to heaven, the Bible says that everything we've ever done will pass through the fire. And it will be tested, whether it was straw or whether it was gold and precious stones. And so the things that we did from selfish motives will be burned up. Even if they had fantastic technical excellence, if they were out of selfish motives, they're not going to bless anybody. But if we do something with pure motives, (laughs) relatively, because we're constantly in a state of sanctification, if we attempt to create something with pure motives of wanting to bless the church and save the lost and seek them, 
God's going to honor that. That gold is going to be in heaven. And in my opinion, the treasure in heaven is not the stuff, quote unquote, that we think of here. The treasure in heaven is, are the people who they weren't able to speak up and tell me how my art changed them. And they say, listen, that dance film you did, I saw that on this day, at this hour, at this moment, and that pivoted my entire life. Because honestly, if I found out about that now, that would distract me from continuing to make the art. That's my personal opinion. I don't have scripture to back it up. I should do a Bible study on that, though. So, definitely there will be a podcast on that in the future. Because this concept has been very strong with me for a very long time. And words are due. Words are due. It deserves its own podcast. So, um, so... To go back to my third point of the people who do choose you, thank God for them, number one. And then number two, serve them more. Pray for them. Invest in them. Big Daddy Weave does this extremely well. I'm not saying other artists don't do it. Um... um, Rebecca St. James and her brothers for King and Country, their manager, their their family, their manager is their father, so their family. That family does it very well as well. They're very caring people, and they show that in their concerts and the way they treat their other artists. And I'm sure there's other people who are great, but this is who I know about. So, to go back to Big Daddy Weave, I was at a concert they gave April 1st, 2012, in Boca Raton, Florida. I remember exactly where it was. And they were the closing act. And they did a worship session in the middle of their concert. And they got off the stage and they stood in the front row and they prayed for people. And then they handed them a business card with a specific email address so those people could follow up with them and let them know how it was going. You talk about investment and sacrifice. There's a radio DJ, Wally at Way FM, and he will get emails from people and he will write them back for months, over years, because it's ministry and ministry is personal. And it all comes back to giving love. So, I was processing this topic pretty heavily in my own psyche on Sunday morning. And the thought finally hit me over the head like a big old bell. I need more love. I need to ask God to give me more love to give to people. It says in John that rivers of living water will flow from those who believe in Jesus. And then it says... In the epistles, that if we do not have love, we are only, but we preach, we're only a clang gong or a clashing cymbal. Like, I'm sorry, I don't want to make a ruckus in the name of Jesus Christ, quote unquote, and then at the end of time, have done it out of selfish motives only, and the Lord says to me, um, you prophesied in my name, and you did miracles in my name, and you do all these things in my name, but I don't know you. That's in scripture. That's in Revelation. Go look it up. And then God says to them, away from me, you workers of iniquity. 
Like, that's heavy. So if we don't have love, like, that, that's the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Let me say that again slower. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. I was thinking really hard there, so I might have flipped them up, but you can go look it up for yourself because you're a big person. Just Google Fruit of the Spirit. It'll be right there. I love my concordance. So, it's about giving. And, like, I, I have to remember that. I mean, I'm a product of a neglectful household. And my parents are married, thank God. I've talked about them in my... I've talked about my experience in the Why Does God Heal Slowly podcast, which, according to the feedback, has been extremely powerful in people's lives. And because I came from neglect, I feel like it gave me a stronger drive to put my art out into the world to get attention. And so that was that was a learned behavior because of the way I grew up. However, I think that God allowed that intentionally so that he could transform it into a driving passion to create artwork in a loving, selfless way that will bring people closer to him in a stronger relationship with him. So now that I've got that off my chest... I want to share a word with the audience members because you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, this is a lot of pressure. And I don't... I want to speak well of you. I'm an audience member myself. And my next podcast is going to be about how overwhelmed I feel about wanting to encourage and support people When there are literally too many people in this world for me to encourage. Literally. And I have to be okay with that. I have to trust God with everybody. So if I see an artist and I just put a prayer up for them, that counts. Um, I remember hearing a story of a, a preacher and... Someone was trying to get their attention, but and they were an employee of this person. But apparently they just they just never came up on their radar and they were like, and then they went to God, the leader went to God and said, Lord, why do I never notice this person? And he said, Because I am hiding them from you. They need to come to me. They are idolizing your approval. And so I am not allowing you to give that to them. So that really informed my perspective on how God influences the audience and God causes me to have a more motivation to encourage some rather than others. So, um, in the Great Commission, Jesus said, you know, go to Jerusalem Go to Judea, go to Samaria, and go to the end of the earth. Some of us are called to our Jerusalem. 
Some of us are called to Samaria. Some of us are called to the end of the earth. But we're all missionaries. Either we're missionaries or we're strengthening the gospel. We're encouraging the believers. I love the way Romans 1 says, so that we might be mutually encouraged. Our faith might be mutually encouraged, both yours and mine. Paul wanted to go see them for mutual encouragement. So I believe that supporting the body of Christ is is hand in hand with spreading the gospel. Stir one another up to love and good deeds. Um, Do not cease to give honor. So, basically, if you're an audience member and I've like, and you feel like I laid a guilt trip on you, please don't take it that way. This is this is this is not your fault. It's a big world, and we are blessed to know about more things in this world than we ever have before. <laughs> blessed and tormented, um, in my personal opinion, because honestly, there's more going on you know, the wars and the rumors of wars that Jesus talked about in Matthew. Um, There's more wars going on than ever. There's more genocide. I mean, we have the gun shooting in America. We have the acid throwing in the UK. So, uh, gang wars, those, those are little clans and those are little, you know, nationalities of their own. So, We have to trust God with all the people. That's my final point, is that the I have to trust God with all of the people. The more that I trust him, the less worry I have, the less fear that I have, the more faith I have that if I'm faithful with today, then God will work it out today, tomorrow, forever. And... I used to be afraid about um, letting people make mistakes. Um, I used to be motivated of I went through this life experience. Let me share it with you so that you don't make this expa- so that you don't make the mistake that I made. But if I do that, my motive is fear. That's not of God. So. When I trust God with people, I can share my life experience from a place of love and a place of faith and trust that I'm going to say this thing. It might not register. You might remember it three to five years from now and understand what I'm saying now. That's okay. We, we all have to grow up. We're constantly growing up. That's That's life. I think when we get to heaven, we're going to be... No, this is this is totally supposition on my part. My apologies. But I think when we get to heaven and we're either there for like a couple millennia, we'll look back and be like, oh my gosh, I was 80. I didn't know what I was doing. But really, the, the sin nature is always with us. Woohoo! No, 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 no. Um... So as long as we know that sin nature is always with us, but we're trusting God and we know that he's going to make it right. And he's, if we just keep going to him to purify our motives for whatever we're doing, he's going to work it out. And he works it out for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Bit of a tangent on 
that verse, I'm blanking out where it is, I think it's in Romans, gosh, I should know this. Those who are called according to his purpose, for the good of those who love him. Very important point, that is plural. So, the painful relationship that my mentor went through didn't benefit her in any way. She wasted five years of her life, in her opinion, in her own words. Fast forward however many years, and she's counseling me in a relationship. That suffering in her life is working out for my good. Similarly, I, the first car accident I was in, there was a woman there who hugged me, and she said, I had someone in my car accident, and you'll, have, you'll be there for someone else. And I've been there for someone else. So, our wounds, if we let them, can make us stronger. They can make, they help us to depend on each other. And I'm so grateful for the people who've been vulnerable about their failings so that I can learn from them and know when I'm in similar situations, it's okay. And if I make a mistake, just get up and keep on going. Keep on creating and blessing the world and, and just going to God for love. Because if I go to the grocery store or if I paint watercolor or if I'm just on Twitter but my motive is pure and loving, God's going to bring fruit from that. And as a final note... Trusting God with people is what enables me to turn my phone onto Do Not Disturb and create more artwork to bless and strengthen the world. I hope this encourages you. And if you're interested in hearing more, please check out um, my Facebook page. But most of all, um, I've got an email list. If you've listened this far, maybe you care what I'm talking about. I try to treat everyone's email email inbox like my own uh lots of good stuff all at once and you know not all the time I, i'm not about to bombard you with asking you for stuff i'm just gonna like hey here's a new podcast here's a new dance film here's new watercolor art and you're also interested in blah 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 english and you're also entered in subscriber only giveaways so that's all I've got to say for now. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope this encouraged you. My name is Meg. I love my Jesus, and I believe in living inside out. Now it's your turn. Go live it.